Everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low it'll blow your mind here at the warehouse. Uh, Lloyd Cole producing today back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivid Arena. You look comfy over there, Gordo. I am comfy. Feeling good? I uh, I look comfy because I am comfy, although I can't hear myself very well. Uh, so yeah, I'm doing very well today. That Jake. is uh, that is good. Uh, uh, I'm glad you, to hear and, it. And you? Well, I'm loving this sectional. I mean, they usually have us on a pretty nice sectional, but this one feels particularly like this. This one feels like home. Yeah, it's it's very soft and and plush. It this feels this feels. Super high quality. Yeah, it feels like something I could get used to, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and it's here, uh, which uh, not all furniture companies these days can say about their product. It is. Uh, it is. What do you mean to order and you get it like uh, yeah. a year from November? Uh, well, maybe we'll see you in 2022. <laughs> we know you're excited for your new sectional, but uh, don't get too excited because you're not going to see it for a while. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's good to be here. We love we love coming here. Um, uh, the warehouse is great. Uh, they are aware, as I'm sure a lot of people are, that Third West is is kind of a situation. It's getting better, though. Yeah, uh, but trust me, they're going to make it worth your while. Right. Is is the point? Right. Uh, you know, if you got to sit in traffic for a couple of minutes, uh, ease back. They're they're going to take was, take good care I, of you. I really didn't have to sit today. You're pretty good. Yeah, except for the uh, the great grandma that was making that turn that took about you know a week for her to make. Well, we don't all drive Ferraris, Gordon. No, no, Sometimes no, no. Gotta, it, it, you know. it had nothing to do with the car she was driving. It was she was being extremely cautious, which I don't have a big problem with. Did you honk? No. Are you a? I'm not a honker. Pull that, Lloyd. Uh, I'm not a hog. I don't know if I, I believe do, that. No, I, I don't know. I can't. I cannot remember the last time I honked. I uh, you you strike me as somebody. I am honks. not a honk. Yeah, what? You, you strike what? Why me. would you say that? Because you're the guy in the honkers. Suit. Honkers are rude. They're impatient. Gordon, they, you they, honked they, at me as you passed me the other day. I may have honked at you to say hi, but I would never honk at you. To be in anger. I mean, and look, you can honk, you you can honk nicely, but you if you honk in anger, then you're kind of a one of them, one of those folks. Okay, so th- this is, I believe you. Let me put it that way. But but I was here's the stereotype as somebody who drives slowly, uh, as I do. I drive the the speed limit, um, occasionally. Uh, there will be a honk in my rearview mirror, but see, and, but, and, but, and whenever I look in the mirror and turn around, it's usually somebody in a car like yours. Oh, get out of here! So that's not it's true. usually some un, like that's Formula not, One that's car. Just, that's that, not true. And I love the driver out there that that realizes after a little while that I'm not speeding up, and so they just in a neighborhood or something <laughs> sail on oh, by. Really? Yeah. yeah, you don't do that. You don't do that. Uh, I don't care who you're behind. You, Take a different street. I but can it, see it, you getting mad no, at the the I'm, guy in the right lane who's no, driving the no, speed limit. Only in the left lane. You'll honk at that guy. I won't honk at him, but I get angry at him. You, you shake because, your fist out the window? No, but the lefties, get out of the left lane. These lefties, they hang in the left lane. And, you know, that's against the law. I don't even care. Some people say, well, I'm driving the speed limit. I don't, no, I don't care. That's against the law. If someone comes up behind you when you're in the left lane, you're supposed to get over. You know, but I don't honk. 
I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. I cannot, I literally cannot remember the last time I honked. Okay. Especially. Matter settled. No, I mean, you don't, you just, you just, honking. Unless, unless it's to say hi or unless it's uh, to wake somebody up or because they're on their phone at light and they don't go, then you can just sort of beep at them. But I, I, I can't remember last time I did that. What about nudging with the bumper? No, no. The good thing about, what about you, at pedestrians, you're, you're a slow, you're a slow driver. You are, but you stay in the right lane. I do stay in the right lane, and you go the speed limit. Yeah. You don't go 15 miles an hour under the speed limit. I try not to. Yeah, I try to keep it at the speed limit wherever I am. This so is you, be- Gordon. This is because people in in Utah have love to make tell people what to do. They want to be over there and slow people down. As a public service? Yes. They like to control how other people drive. Now, that is so wrong in so many ways. I'm not saying you're wrong and not incorrect, but it's just wrong for people. To, it's against the law. I'll tell you, one, I, I always ignore it when people uh, honk at me and, and, and drive by fast in their nice cars. But one time, and I was young when I did this because I, I – uh, Somebody was so obnoxious behind us, and it was a two-lane road, like not even given a chance to let traffic settle out and for me to get over or whatever. So he's just impatiently honking at me as I uh, uh, was in the left lane. I can't remember we turned or something. Like, But anyway, point being, he was so obnoxious that we picked the, like, it, it had to be like a like a rider truck or something, like, like a big truck that was driving even slower than I was. And we just paced that thing. I mean, we just we paced that thing for about a mile before the guy just went ripping by us in the turn lane, uh, lobbing the middle finger out the window. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. But about that was, uh, you know, I was being vindictive there. We, we yeah. What if he, what was emergency? What if he really needed to get somewhere? This guy yeah. didn't need. To, this guy was going to the. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. This, yeah, this where was, was he going? Jake? This was not a guy whisking his pregnant wife to the hospital. <laughs> We're whisking. But listen to what Lloyd is saying. You know, don't don't preach at people on the roads. You know, get out. Just you know, if there's, just move to the right. If there's one thing about Lloyd that I know is he does not like getting preached at. Yeah. Well, and you know, and, and does like you know how at? you know how you know a drought is bad, because even Lloyd is not out there watering his lawn in the rain on purpose to irritate people. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> that and I don't like, want to get ticketed. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd used. To, I even thought about joking about it. I'm like, nah, that's, that's nah, too far. I better not are, even joke about it. Things are pretty serious. I probably should knock that off. But yeah, that Lloyd's that guy to irritate everybody who's judging him. He goes out and. <laughs> Pouring rain and turns on the sprinklers. I'm going to the, run this for two more hours. The, the, <laughs> the only thing worse than being uh, than being reckless, uh, it's no, 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 reckless. Being reckless is the only thing that's worse than lefties, like people who drive in the left lane. Yeah, lefties. People that drive in the left lane and then last second cut all the way over the four four lanes <laughs> to get off the ramp. Yeah, I've seen that. I do that. I see that all the time. That's usually somebody driving a nice car too. The one who's going 105 in the left lane That's and then quickly true, darts man. over that to the off ramp. That is just not true. Uh, every once in a while, you'll see someone like that, but oftentimes it's people driving, well, <laughs> driving uh, something less than that that are that are. Pretty... Oh, I'll disagree with you. On oh, that, what are you saying? It's not people in nice, high performance vehicles. What are you saying? It's a notch down. That, <laughs> but, that like, Chevy Nova isn't cutting across four lanes. Yeah, what, Gordon? What, <laughs> Chevy Novas back in the day were pretty. Uh, those were those could be oh, up nice. What a start to the show! All right, well, welcome aboard, Lloyd. Austin, unfortunately, is uh, is not feeling well. He's fine, but he, you know, yeah, stay home if you're not yeah. feeling well. So Lloyd is uh, filling in for a couple hours. Our guy Lundy's coming by for a couple hours. So uh, we saw Alex. It takes an came- army. It does take an army. Alex uh, came to the Tim's Rock Show the other day. Yeah, he did. Saw him there, and he looked like he was enjoying Did you know himself. who he was? Yes. Okay. I said, hi, Lundy. How you doing? Okay. All right, good. Because he's been working here for a while now. 
I I know who Lundy is. I I, <laughs> I I once asked you to name like two of our male interns over the years, and you couldn't come up with it. The female interns we had. Oh come on, stop! You it. answered immediately, Monica. <laughs> but okay, good. You 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 recognize Lundy. I'm glad. Yes, I did. Uh, just inform us, will you, Lloyd? Are the guys on your show on uh, Hanson Scotty? Are those guys, what kind of drivers are they? Uh they're uh, they're good drivers. Are they? Yeah. Okay, I bet Hans is not. No, he's not. <laughs> and I bet, I bet, uh, I bet our guy Scotty is. He's in the middle somewhere. Not, he's not Monson aggressive. Right. But I bet Scotty has uh, a lead foot once in a while. I first. Yes. Of all, wait, wait. Let me defend my. I am not aggressive. I am not okay. aggressive. Okay. We've we've. I'm not We've aggressive. driven home from the same remotes I, before. Well, I know, but you're driving and, and, 35 and, and, in a 65. And he gets there 30 minutes before you do. And you have, probably not on purpose, uh, almost run a staff member off the Oh, road. come on. So stop it. That's, that's true. That is, that is true. true. This is all a bunch of. I see, you have a long history of denying I only have accounts. one Porsche. You know, people who see things and they say, this happened to me. And then you, you go, <laughs> no, it me. did not. This that did. I don't know. There's only one dispute in that regard among someone who is on our staff. Only one. So it just, it doesn't happen. You only, so you only ran one staff member <laughs> no, off the road? I only deny that I ran one staff member off the road. I didn't run him off the road. Stop it. The, the, the credibility of the. The person. It's not like I saw this. It happened to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think he mistook me from someone else. Okay, for me. you were driving a very unique car at the time, and even I think you have have told us uh, how unique it is. Like only I only two hundred and fifty oh, of those cars were, I, were no, ever made. No, that but was it's not like that it was, was my truck because it, it was an original edition. No, it, no, I never this, said that about that car. No car, way, I would never say that about. Car but let's like just that. say this: it wasn't a Honda Accord. <laughs> okay, but it's not the only one around. So let's just. Move on. Hey, by the way, Lloyd, you said that Hans is not a good driver. Oh, you didn't say it. Jake said it. Yeah. But you implied it with your sarcasm that Hans was a bad driver. What what kind of bad are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes doesn't exactly uh, probably abide by traffic laws sometimes, I guess. Oh, Here, Maybe. let me. Let me. Does that stem from his uh, upbringing in Idaho on an Idaho farm yes. somewhere? Yes, and there's like, you just don't even worry about stop signs, Fa- apparently. Fast and, fast and loose with the rules. I, I would guess that Hans is an it, like inattentive driver. Like, he's doing other things, <laughs> well, not that's driving. No, that's no laughing matter. No, it's not. I have I had a former roommate who was maybe the most inattentive driver I've I've ever experienced, and it was frightening. He would like that, yeah, he would like good. be driving and turn around. I don't know if I can describe this well enough. He would turn around and be dr- <laughs> like he would turn around and like somehow hold the wheel with his right hand so he could get his left elbow over like onto the back of the passenger seat so as if to like prop himself up to stay there for a while to like talk to you and it's yeah. like it's like oh dude you know and yeah. then he would hit the grooves in the freeway and snap too, you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, maybe I should not be talking uh, like that. See, I will say, I'm going to say this, and you're going to accuse me of uh, of trying to kiss up to Lloyd, but I'm telling you right now, from Lloyd's personality, I think Lloyd would be the kind of driver I would like. Aggressive, <laughs> I don't even know what that re- means. Res- responsible, but not. He's not a dawdler. He, he's not going to dawdle We're, on the road. No, I, I go with the speed of traffic right about. Yeah, I try to keep it the speed of traffic, but I don't. I don't go much more over that. Yeah, see, that's, Anywho, that's about right. Eighteen twenty-five right. South Three Hundred West. <laughs> that's where we are. The warehouse price is so low it'll blow your mind. We have Gordon's list. Uh, how's the list today? It's, uh, it's good. It's fine. It's good. It's ready to go. It's uh, it's piping hot. Howard Beck will be on the show at four. Brian Taylor will be on the show at four thirty. And uh, Ryan McDonald 
of the Des News is going to jump on with us at five. So stay tuned. Action-packed big show. And we're ready to go. All right, let's let's get to Gordon's list. Lloyd, let's do it. And now another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know. We're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. I'm single, and I'm the BYU quarterback. You can't land something on a meteorite heading toward Earth, can you? Hello! Hello. Hello? Hello. What would cause someone to tear someone's bumper off? Bacon? I know you agree with me on this, and who wouldn't? Hello. 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 Hello, hello, hello. Hello. It's a very angry naked man. Nobody listens to me. All right. Every Friday, it's Gordon's List. Brought to you by the good folks at Tim Daly Nissan Murray, home of the auto warranty that doesn't quit. It's endless. It's perpetual. It's forever. Where are we starting this week, Gordon? Let's start with the NBA Finals. And let me ask you a question that I have never asked before. I want you to rank the five best players in order that are playing in the NBA Finals. See, I made my list of five. I want to see. It wouldn't surprise me if we have the same names. I want to see if there's the same order. Um, Giannis, number one. Uh Uh-huh. Brooke Lopez, too. Stop it. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, Devin Booker, number two. Oh, I don't know. I just don't like Chris Paul. I have Chris Paul second. You have Chris Paul? And then Devin Booker. Uh, I, okay, Paul, three. Uh, um, Chris Middleton, four. Yes. Drew Holiday. Yes, yeah, that's, that's my list. I, we're pretty close. What's your deal with Chris Paul? Just because he's, he's a crybaby? Yeah, yeah, he bothers me. I don't yeah. want to give him any credit. I'm not going to. Jake Odds are out on next season's NBA MVP. At the top of the list is Kevin Durant and Luka Doncic. And then Giannis. Those are the three odds-on favorites. Donovan Mitchell is listed at 15th. Uh, as far as the best odds go, he's behind Jason Tatum. He's behind Devin Booker. He's behind Russell Westbrook. But he is ahead of Chris Paul and John Morant and Kawhi Leonard. So what do you think? Um, You think the Kawhi thing is because of the knee? Because, of, yeah, I mean, we're not going to see Kawhi again until oh, next February, maybe? Next March? I mean, he had we had surgery, and he's uh, anyway. Yes, is Devin Booker a better player than uh, than Donovan? I don't necessarily think so. But here's the thing: Donovan, right now, the Jazz don't win because Donovan is playing NBA or MVP basketball. Maybe Donovan at some point gets to to that level in his career, or that, but he's not there yet. He's a he's a great player, but the Jazz had the best record in the league this year because of the way that they played, and Donovan was a big part of that. Other guys, you know, Mike Conley had his best season, arguably, of his entire career. You know, yeah. um, it, your your guy Bogdanovich uh, certainly produced, spaced the floor. Let's, you know, Rudy was a big, uh, a huge part of the reason the Jazz won a lot of ball games. So I, I understand why he's not in the top ten or top five per se. But it also says that uh, the the gamblers don't think that the Jazz will have the best regular season record again because if you do that two years in a row, the best player on that team probably should get some MVP consideration. So those are my two thoughts on the matter. All right. You? Uh, no, I think that's uh, – I understand everything you're saying there. You, okay, so do you think Jason Tatum is a better player than uh? – No. But right. but the the wizard it, isn't it does, trying to it. rake anything. There, there's more people out there who are going to bet on Jason Tatum. The latest mock draft that I saw for the uh, NBA draft has the Jazz taking Herbert Jones of Alabama, a six foot eight small forward who defends really well. His shot is a bit of a question. 
Yeah, because if his shot well, it wasn't a question, he'd be going in the lottery. You know, there's a lot of those guys. That's the thing about picking late in the in the first round and into the second round. You get a lot of uh, – I can't remember who I first talked to about this years ago. But anyway, you get, a, you get a lot of players that are just one thing that's really good. Yeah. Because if they had complete games – They would be at the top of the lottery. They would be at the top of the lottery. So how do you uh, um, judge potential – it would be a huge part of picking number 30. Like, if he can't shoot – I'll give you one where the Jazz – I go defense first. I'll give you one if where the – I have the, to pick one way or the other. But here's the thing. I'll point out one where the Jazz got wrong, where the, the potential thing, and that was Ronnie Brewer. They picked him, what, middle of the first round, somewhere in there. I can't remember exactly where they got Ronnie. But that shot – that shot, and remember the wrist Broken where he broke his, his wrist when he was a kid. Yeah. And he just, Ronnie was just never going to be a good shooter. And, again, I'm saying this in hindsight, so, you know. But uh, he, it just wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. Now, the ultimate example of it going well is Kawhi Leonard, of course. And when he got to San Antonio, the, the Spurs put him with a world-renowned shooting coach, and they recreated his shot, and he put in the work and turns into one of the best players in the league. So, you know. So what you're saying is draft somebody who has a skill and where he is, where he is deficient, make sure that he has the potential to right. get better in that regard. That's one thing, like, if, you, if you're looking for a strong defender, an athletic defender, and you see a really good shooter out there who doesn't move particularly well, forget about it because he's never going to move particularly well. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of more of these examples because I think this discussion is really interesting. Paul Paul Millsap could rebound the crap out of the ball. In college, What he, he led the like country in three, years, three years in a row, something like that. Yeah. But he was, he was short you know, for the power forward standards at the time. And he wasn't really uh, a scorer. He certainly wasn't a shooter. And so he got better later. He goes into the second round, but he he had an incredible work ethic. He obviously was extremely coachable, but he also played because he was such a good rebounder. You know, he didn't uh, you know sit out the back of the bench and and get the garbage minutes because he could come in and do something and have an impact on the game right. right away. And then all that other stuff started coming later. And to Paul's credit, he turned himself into an incredibly well-rounded basketball player. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's a great way to think. Uh, if, he has, if a player has a skill, especially one that involves athleticism in the case of the Jazz now, then, yeah, you got to look at that guy and then look at the potential for getting better in other regards. All right, Jay, coming up on a list. I have uh, some stuff about Zach Wilson. I have some stuff about a certain golf tournament that's going on across the pond. Uh, a funny comment from Brooksy. And uh, Tom Brady is in the news. So, All right. We are at the Warehouse 1825 South 300 West here in Salt Lake. Prices so low to blow your mind. Joining us now, our good friend Clayton. Clayton, what's happening, buddy? What's up, Jake? How you doing, buddy? I'm great. I feel like it's been a minute since um, you and I have talked. How are things? Things in your world good? Everything's really, really good in my world. My dad, little quick update on my dad, took his first step yesterday. Oh, how about that? 100, 185 days in the hospital, and yesterday he took his first steps. And we're just really, we're just really, really grateful for the community and Kobe of his own. Being so supportive and all the messages and, you know, people coming in and asking about him. And so I'm doing great with that news. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that is I can't great complain. News. Yeah, no, that that's that's great to hear. And, man, what a what a journey it's been. So uh, that uh, that brightens a Friday, Clayton, that's for sure. I appreciate you. And, hey, listen, at the warehouse, with that great news, uh, I think it's a great time to uh, sell some furniture. So, I uh, I worked with my mom this week, and I have some great news for our listeners, Jake. We have we have made a deal with a new financing company that allows our customers to do up to one year same as cash, six months guaranteed, one year possible same as cash, no credit needed. Come in, apply with one dollar down, 
no trick fees, no application fees. It's simply $1 down. You can apply for six months, same as cash. Come look at the furniture. You like it. Your wife gives you the approval. You take it today. We're super excited because normally with our old financing companies, you know, they offered three months, same as cash. There was a bunch of loops you had to go through. Sometimes you had to pay a $30 application fee or 60 or 90 depending on your credit. With this new company that we have, uh, Jake, you can get automatic sign-up with no credit, $1 down, no hidden fees on the application, up to six months, same as cash, up to one year, same as cash, which is incredible. You know, all the stimulus checks are probably gone. All the tax money returns are probably gone. And, you know, with summer full force, you probably still need some furniture. There's people that are buying homes, newlyweds. So anything you need with your home, you know, whether it's a bed, a sofa, a sectional, come down to the warehouse. We'd love to earn your business and obviously save you money. And if you don't have the money on the spot, apply with the credit and pay same as cash. 1825 South, 300 West. And that's uh, very exciting news uh, about the financing, Clayton. That sounds awesome. Making it easier for for customers to uh, go home with uh, this wonderful furniture. That's great. That's right. All right, buddy. Well, hey, we'll catch up with you throughout the show. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Have a great one. That's our friend Clayton, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. More of the list next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Joe Ingles joining us. Australia has finished fourth four times, the best country that's never medaled. With this storyline and with you being so invested in the national team going to your fourth Olympics, I'm thinking you're way more locked in on this than most jazz fans realize. Yeah, I really am. I've put too much time and effort into this to not give myself and my team and my country and my family and my kids a chance to bring this medal home. And we've built this thing to what it is now, and we've put so much time and effort into this and been so invested why we've played every off-season for 12 years now. And we believe in our team and what we can do when we get to Tokyo. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, Bob Seger, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to livenation.com. All right, Gordon, let's roll along with the old Listeroo. All right, Jake, uh, let's see. Where are we doing? Um, you know, we mentioned this yesterday, but I want to get your further thought on this. I've been watching breakdowns of Zach Wilson uh, on on the Internet and predictions as far as how well he's going to do in the NFL. And I, I checked out a guy, and I don't know who he is, but I thought I was impressed with him. He was very thorough in the breakdown of Zach. He's very high on him. He thinks he's going to have a very successful NFL career. And uh, it's, and then I check the next one, and the next one the guy says, I, don't, I think he's going to be a bust. And I'm thinking to myself, how can opinions be so varied like that? Well, I have a theory. What is it? They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Everybody's guessing. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, I, uh, you know, it's, it, honestly, I, I'm, I'm kind of joking. I'm not trying to, to doubt everyone's credentials out there. But it's kind of my frustration process with how they evaluate collegiate athletes. You know, four-star, five-star. Like, these aren't. Like high school athletes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like these aren't football savants who are handing out these <laughs> these star rankings, you know. And a lot of it has to do with who's recruiting who, where people are like, well, I don't know if this person's good or not, but they're being recruited by Alabama, so they must be five-star, you know? Like, uh-huh. you just... Football, and I, you you know what? I heard Hans talking about this. Football is really interesting because so, things can be so much different 
in a game when everything is happening because it, one, the, everything ratchets up, right? There's more on the line. Things are quite literally live. I mean, I don't know how many tackle practices NFL teams are having these days, but like you're standing back there and there's a bunch of really large, angry, determined people that want to remove your head from your body. <laughs> That's a little bit of an exaggeration. And, and it, it, I mean, things change and things, uh, things are, are different. And I think it's tough for young, young quarterbacks in the NFL because what they're doing in college isn't necessarily what they're going to be doing in the pros. Yeah, you know, because yeah. the college game is separating from the pro game more and more, and it has to do with offensive line, and it has to do with making it easier for the quarterback so you don't have to have, you know, the, the Stanford-level IQ to play. I mean, there's all these factors out there that makes it more difficult for young quarterbacks in the NFL. And so a lot of times you you just don't know until you see them get adjusted and you see if they can make the throws. I mean, Sam Darnold, the dude was, what was, third pick? Yeah. Third pick in the draft? I mean, it's such an imperfect thing. Sam Darnold, we saw him first person uh, when he came in and played Utah. He, I think we saw his first start, right? Yeah, we did. I, yeah. Uh, but uh, we saw him again, I believe. I'd have to remember. It might have been a road game. But anyway, point being, he he was a fine player in mm-hmm. college. He was a he was a really great quarterback in and the pros. He still has a chance. He has a chance, yeah. but that also takes time. Mm-hmm. And he's taken a lot of lumps with the Jets. Okay, so the, so the, I I just don't believe that some guy who's sitting in the bleachers going, mm, fine throw during off season workouts is is. Has any clue whether or not so, Zach Wilson is going to be a really good and NFL some, quarterback? Some guys are that way, but some of them are rather meticulous in breaking down film, and they they look at the tendencies. Like for Zach Wilson, a, a few of the guys that I was uh, checking out, they said that of course the, the the stuff you've heard before, he's good off platform. You know, he's good as far as improvisation goes. He's got a strong arm and a quick release. And, uh, you know, th- those are things that I think you can sort of track. It doesn't mean you're, he, it's automatic this or that because of the, all the variables that you were talking about at the pro level. But, uh, but we'll see. And speaking of stars, remember when I did that? I checked out all the, uh, the, the players in the, in the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, with and, the star and, rating. Yeah, with yeah. the star rating. And they were like twos, you yeah. know, twos and threes. There were some higher rated players, but there were a bunch of these that uh, you know people would not necessarily be impressed with coming out of high school. Well, so, so it is it is a moving target. Well, evalu- evaluating is. athletes is extraordinarily difficult, inexact, but so are the human beings who are trying to make these determinations. I guess. All right, Jake. The Open Championship is uh, ongoing, and are we rooting for Jordan Spieth? Is that what? Is that what, he's, what do you mean by we? I don't know. I mean, who should we be rooting for? Oh, after today, I'm kind of rooting for Kepka. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. We'll get to that. Uh, you know, Spieth is a good story, right? It kind of, kind of an Andre Agassi thing where he stormed onto the scene, dominating, and then he's fallen off a little bit. Do you think now that Americans playing... root for the American golfers over there? I don't know. Probably. You do. Uh, rooting not... against Louis. You're the one that was rooting against Team USA. Kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> you don't like them because they're too talented or some such. Isn't that what you said? Yeah, it's, it's not competitive. Well, it has been in the exhibitions. Which has made it a lot more interesting than it usually is. By the way, the game against Australia, again, was canceled because of the COVID situation. Yeah, Team USA has got a lot going on right now. Sure do, and we'll get to that later on the list as well. Uh, Tony Finau, he had a nice round. What's he, four under, something like that? So he's uh, he's not in the top tier, but he's hanging around. So that's something people around here like to root for, root for someone. All right, you mentioned Brooks Kepka. We want to play this sound? I think we've got it, right, Lloyd? Okay, we've got it. Yeah, should should we do a quick, do a quick reset on the situation? Maybe people weren't listening yesterday. Yeah. So, Bryson DeChambeau, who 
has this supposed feud with Brooks Kepka. Austin thinks it's all contrived, but uh, I, I, I think there is something to it. Anyway, the fans have gotten in on it. The media's gotten in on it. The whole Brooks versus Bryson thing. And Bryson, he had a bad round uh, the other day and uh, decided to blame it on his driver. And he said, my driver sucks. And his driver happens to be manufactured by Cobra, right? Cobra. Yeah. And so the Cobra representative he was, grumpy. was quite grumpy about yeah. that and called him stupid. <laughs> or his remarks stupid. Uh-huh. And then Bryson came out and uh, he said, I'm sorry, I apologize. My driver and I have kissed and made up. We're okay yeah. now. And so Brooks had to uh, chime in with his thoughts. Um, drove the ball great. Love my driver. Um, it's uh, everything's going really well. You know, I, I felt like my pace was was pretty solid. Um, I just needed to hit some putts harder, and, and that's what I did today. At this very moment, you're four off the lead. Are there things you mentioned putting? Other things about your game that you'd like to improve in these final 36? Yeah, I mean. <sighs> Oh, that is so funny, and, and that he got the pace joke in there too, because that was one of the things that he complained. Brooks complained about how slow Bryson plays. The fu- the funniest thing about this is that he delivered it so well, and 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 just kept on going as though you know you had to pay attention to get what he was saying. But did, it was. Did you see the the tweet Brooks Kepka sent out too? He sent out a picture of himself. Uh, holding the club or whatever, and then it, the what the tweet says, driving into the weekend. <laughs> uh, this oh, is getting more and more fun. It's isn't it? so funny. It is. It is so funny. I'm starting to think it's not. It's not fake. I, you know, I we asked Austin about the going into the tournament. Uh, Kepka talked about how he and Bryson had spoken and said, okay, we're going to knock this off. And then Bryson went on Twitch while he was playing video games and said something about Brooks posing for the body issue. Yeah. And then Brooks is like, well, okay, yes, that agreement's <laughs> off. And that that made it seem more real to me. Like, that seemed like a real moment. Like, where the two are like, hey, this is getting out of hand. We should probably dial it back a notch. You know what I mean? And then two petty people, and it's... See, I think Brooks is kind of he's kind of a boring golfer, like very robotic. And I think his guy his people had told him say, "Hey, you got to start something here. You got to show some some a little bit of personality." Well, he's he's doing it by running down another golfer, which I find hilarious. Well, it's not like the other golfer hasn't, you know, like you said, pitched in. Uh, you know, someone ought to do a study on the best way to create and sustain a feud. I don't know, but Brooks's shots are way better than Bryson's. Like well, Jake and my feud's been going well. What are you talking about? <laughs> long time, long time feud. What do you sincere's? What do you dislike the most about uh, Lloyd? His lack of sincerity. <laughs> Boy, that's the pot calling the kettle black. Huh? What are you talking about? No, Lloyd is Lloyd is the boy who cried wolf. That that is Lloyd. He he's Oh, I haven't done that in a long time. Lloyd is straight face guy. He can say anything to you in a straight face and and it took me a long time to learn that you just don't believe anything Lloyd says right out of the gate. I mean, I forgot we were on remote once for the next uh, 6 Not years. Once. Every time I'd see Lloyd he'd be like, oh, "You're on remote today." No, I what I would do is go, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> yeah, that'll put That'll shock you a little, won't it? So, yeah. So you just ignore whatever he says right from jump. Which is which is terrible, because what if I forget we're on remote again? <laughs> uh, Lloyd, what do you like uh, least uh, or dislike the most uh, about uh, Jake? Oh, his hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> There we go. Oh, man. I don't dislike Lloyd. I really don't. I've always liked well, Lloyd. That's not what you told me. Uh, or our listeners multiple times. But, uh, you know, for now. All right, let me sneak I feel uh, like there's some truth in there, Gordon, no, to what you just I, said, Gordon. <laughs> there's throw, some truth there. Throw a tease in. We're over. Let's throw a tease. We'll bring the listeners back next segment. For Are you dismissing Lloyd uh, just out of hand like that? That sounded kind yep. of disrespectful. He, he was talking. No, no, we're not doing this. It's 246. <laughs> Who's, 
but Lloyd's flying. When have you ever cared about the time? I'm the only one on the station when, who does. Oh, you, Lloyd, okay. when you start when you started talking, that's when he started caring. Oh my goodness! All right, yeah. Let me just sneak this one in. Tom Brady apparently played the entire 2020 season on a torn MCL, um, and since the Bucks didn't list him on any injury report, they could be fined upwards of. $100,000 for that little indiscretion. It's in the rule book. You can't do that. So, I think I should find Tom personally. What about what about prison? <laughs> you want to just throw him right in there? You know? I mean, it's not like Tom has never broken the rules before, right? Uh, I mean, that's, you know, I, I said I've, I'm kind of appreciating the, the tough guys a little bit. I talked about that yesterday. Uh, that's a it's a pretty tough guy move, although it, he's not really running, not really changing direction, kind of standing. Yeah, he's doing the Dan Marino thing a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah that's kind of his game. And he throws the ball, uh, he gets the ball out quickly, which uh, also helps his cause. Still, if you have a torn ligament in your knee, you've got to give the man credit. This is like the equivalent of Conor McGregor saying he was had a, a fracture in his leg before the fight. There's a little <laughs> of that there, too. Yeah, but the difference is of that there Tom too. won the freaking Super Bowl right. and the for in- the hundredth time. The injury was probably a slight bruise or something. And then he's, you know, he's coming out and be like, oh, actually, I was uh, playing, missing my l- the bottom part of my left leg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got some good stuff left on this list that we'll need to get to at some point. I don't know. Uh, I got uh, uh, NFL teams that uh, are low on vaccination rates. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about what's going on with Team USA. We'll talk about a couple women on a swing that uh, went awry and it scared the living daylights out of you. Got all kinds of crazy stuff left. I see. It's a a wild day on the big show. Sure is. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Stop by and see us. We do have jazz gear for you, but, of course, if uh, you're out there looking for furniture, price is so low to blow your mind, plus they have uh, a great – new uh, financing uh, available for our listeners. So come in and take advantage of it. We'll have more coming up next. It's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and ICON. On your home of the the best college football coverage in Utah. 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Seems like yesterday This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available, Big O Tires, the team you trust. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low to blow your mind. Gordon, uh, do we have a time for a, a list item or two? All right, good. Uh, let's see. Where do I want to? Where do I want to get to next? Here, let's go to uh, these uh, four NFL teams that are low on vaccination rates. Jake, uh, there might be more than that, but it, two of the teams are under fifty percent. The four teams that are the lowest on the list are Washington. Arizona, the Chargers, and the Colts. I guess my question is why? I mean, even if you don't care about the virus, if it could cost your eligibility for your team and it could cost your team wins, isn't that something that you would want to get taken care of? Mm, Folks are obviously prioritizing something else, Gordon. I, I don't know. Six Yankees test positive for COVID. 
Hadn't they already been vaccinated, though? Isn't that part of the story? I don't know. I, I don't know. That. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's complicated, Gordon. It's something that uh, that um, college sports, Scotty was talking about this the other day, that uh, that they're dealing with. But I don't know. if you're Why? I mean, some, some journalists should probably uh, jump on and start asking that question. Well, it's it's being asked, and you heard what uh, the governor of Utah said recently about uh, some of the news outlets who are presenting information in a way that is "quote unquote" killing people. So that's that's uh, something to watch as uh, these teams uh, get playing, continue on, even with the lingering effects of a pandemic. Jake Damian Lillard, he signed a huge deal with the Blazers through the 24 season. And now news reports come out that he's uh, going to demand a trade in the days ahead. And uh, Dame Dalek came out and said, whoa, Nelly, that ain't necessarily true. Fake news. What's the latest? Oh, he's just uh, he spoke publicly. Uh, our guy Chris Mannix and their other reporters are tweeting out about it. Uh, just uh, Damian Lillard says he hasn't made up his own mind, so he doesn't know where a lot of that is coming from. But apparently he's also meeting with uh, Neil O'Shea and Chauncey Billups today, and apparently this was his wording. It's not a, quote, big crazy meeting, unquote, just a conversation. So usually these reports, when they come out, they're not, they're not manufactured. I mean, there must be some truth here. And I don't know what Damian Lillard is saying. He's shown great loyalty in the past, but I'm not sure what to believe here because reporters, when they issue statements like this, typically have pretty good sources involved. But now Damian is saying, no, that's I haven't made up my mind yet, so we'll see. You and I have talked a lot about the, this particular type of phenomenon in recent days. And that is players who are in, you know, under the terms of a lucrative contract, uh, making demands about leaving. Now I know Portland has been sort of a mess lately with the certain decisions they've made and the the lack of thorough what vetting as far as hiring a new coach goes, and it's it's it is messy. But I'm extremely interested in this because I consider Damian Lillard a, a, a player of integrity. And this will be strange in my mind if he, after everything he's been through, if he, if he does, in fact, demand a trade. Well, I mean, I don't know about the credibility of, of certain reporters, but I, I, there's got to be some truth to it or else why on earth is he meeting with the president of basketball operations today? Right. I right. mean – there's some immediacy there that, but but I don't know. We'll we'll see what he we'll see what he decides to do. We can get into this more. I mean, Portland just hasn't been able to surround him. Um, you know, they've made some moves that you looked and you said, okay, I can see what they're doing there. That's a, that's another piece, and it just hasn't worked out. The worst of it it was the co- the coaching hire, as far as I'm concerned, because when they, well, supposedly they when, had his blessing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's right. And then but, all but the other on. stuff came out, and he was like, well, I don't know. They but. did not vet properly. They did not really think that through. Use good judgment, in my opinion. Now, as far as Nurkic, they, they brought Nurkic in. They brought Powell in. And you thought, okay, those are good moves. I understand that. Those I get. But uh, when you when you bring in Chauncey Billups as your head coach, and there's this backstory there, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It just seems messy to me, and I have no clue how this is going to turn out. No, I don't I don't either. I wonder how much, you know, Damian Lillard has determined it. There's no doubt that uh, the whole league would line up for his services and do whatever to get him. So, yeah. I mean, it'll be it'll be pretty interesting to see how see where it goes from here. I'm sure he's somewhat annoyed that he's dealing with it while he's playing for Team USA, but we don't know how much of this is self-created, so I don't know. I, I do think that fans around the league will get tired of these demands for trades if this is, in fact, the case. You here. think it'll be bad for the product? Uh, I, I do think it will be bad for the product, and I and I feel for the fans in Portland. And I, it's not like we talked with Sam Amick about this. It's not like there aren't sometimes concerns on the part of a player, and I think those concerns should be heard. 
But when when guys are signing these huge, huge deals, and Damian Lillard is one of them, and then they turn around shortly thereafter and talk about demanding a trade, I just think that's something needs to be done about that. That needs to be tamped down because you can't have your cake and eat it too. We're at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Joining us now, the one, the only, Clayton. Clayton, what's going on? Having a good time, guys. How are you doing? You know, Clayton, we're we're doing great because uh, Gordon and I are on a, a very very nice sectional. Now, you usually are, have yes. us uh, posted up on a nice sectional, but uh, you've outdone yourself, buddy. <laughs> hey, listen, talking about sectionals, I wouldn't have it any other way. I want you guys to always feel comfortable when you're at the warehouse. And this week. We teamed up with our local manufacturer, and I know we've been talking about this forever on the program, the Clayton sectional. The Clayton sectional, we ordered 13 of them. We have them in stock, so you don't need to come in, give us your dimensions, and wait two weeks, three weeks. Nah. We have 13 of them in stock, different colors, right-hand facing chaise lounge, left-hand facing chaise lounge. It's a 10-foot by 9-foot sectional. I got them in four different colors. Actually, I think I have them in five different colors. Uh, You can come in. You like it. You choose it. Your wife gives you the approval. You take it today. We have them marked at $15.99, but if you come in and mention that you heard me on the radio, we're going to do it for $14.99. And like I mentioned in the last spot, with this new credit, uh, company that we've we've secured West Creek. It's called West Creek. With this new West Creek credit company, if you come in and you buy a Clayton sectional or any of the adjustable beds, which I'm going to talk about during this program, I'm going to give you an additional 10% off any sectional you buy today and tomorrow only, and adjustable beds. So stay tuned for for those adjustable bed deals and uh, come in and get your sectional. If you do it through credit, I'll give you an extra 10% off. Boom. You know, Clayton, one other thing. I just walked through your store in the back, and, man, you do have a lot of stuff here. I mean, it's not the, – the place is hardly empty. You know, it's been it's been so tricky with, with the pandemic and, you know, factories reopening, the port reopening, that I'm so grateful my dad thought ahead of time, loaded up on inventory because it's not just a me problem. All of all – of, any industry, even wood at Home Depot, even gas in Florida, it's been insane. And we played, we played the game. We were aggressive at the beginning of the pandemic, secured, it, uh, secured inventory. And, you know, I think that's the beauty of a ma-and-pa shop right now in today's world where come in, you like it, buy it, take it today. Don't wait. You don't need to wait the 12, 14, or even three weeks. we got a bunch of stuff like, like you said uh, – Gordon and uh, I appreciate you guys uh, for being here. I love love having you guys here, and we love being on the radio. Hey, we love being here, Clayton. Take advantage of it. Boom, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. Clayton, we'll catch up with you in a bit. All right, guys. All right, Gordon. More list coming up next. More. Stay tuned. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone.